Welcome to the Yoga Inspired Life Podcast. I'm your host, Shayla Quinn, and together we'll go on a journey of self-discovery as we explore all of the inner workings of what it means to live an inspired life. Join me for solo episodes and conversations with special guests for real, authentic deep dives into all things yoga, wellness, self-love, mindfulness, and everything in between. If you're ready to get inspired, learn, grow, evolve, to connect, and up-level your life, then you've come to the right place. I am beyond excited that you're here, so let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another solo episode. Today, we are diving into the topic of affirmations, which is an important component of the Yoga Inspired Life program and creating your dream life in general, because your words are powerful. Your internal and external dialogue literally shapes the way you experience this life. I think a lot of us move through life thinking things and speaking things that are undermining our potential and keeping us in a box, keeping us small. And if we really fully understood how potent our thoughts and words are, we would be paying a lot better attention to the things that we are thinking and saying about ourselves and about what's possible for us in the world. I know that affirmations can seem kind of silly, but they really do have a profound effect on the conscious and unconscious mind. And look, I really don't want to oversimplify this process because the fact of the matter is that changing deeply ingrained thought patterns after years of conditioning and repeating these things to ourselves is not easy. But the work really starts with awareness. Awareness is power. And from that awareness, you can start to intentionally curate the words you speak and the thoughts you think in a way that will support you attracting and creating your dream life instead of blocking you from getting what you want and ultimately keeping you stuck. There have actually been studies that have shown that when we say something enough times internally to ourselves or out loud to others, that we actually begin to believe it. What comes out of your mouth shapes how you feel and how you feel fuels your actions and your actions have a direct effect on your reality and how you experience this life. I'm going to warn you now. I already feel it. I'm going to go off on a tangent. I'm just going to go for it. No script. I'm just going to riff. So hang in there with me. This internal narrative, so to speak, is typically a collection of things that we've been told by others about ourselves or about the world. They are things that we've been influenced to believe via the media or our parents or the people that we spent a lot of time with. But this narrative can also include things we've formed conclusions around based on traumatic experiences or repeated behavior that we've inadvertently adopted as almost like a personality trait. So let me give you some examples. People often say, I'm not a morning person. Or I'm a night owl. And look, I know that there are some people that have a preference of mornings or evenings. But the reality is that you are what you repeatedly do. I might get some flack about this, but I really don't believe that anyone is only a morning person or a night owl. And I say that from experience because I have been both because of my routine, you know, so I don't think that people are either one or the other. But if you continue to tell yourself, I'm not a morning person, you will start to live by that narrative. And here's the thing. I love mornings. But like I said, I have been both a morning person and a night owl because of my daily routine. 
I prefer mornings, but when I was working in nightclubs doing bottle service until 4 a.m., I had to learn how to stay up until 4 a.m. every night and be more of a night owl. You know, it's not like I'm a morning person, so I can't do this job. No, I prefer mornings, but I am going to become a night owl through my routines, so on and so forth. Or I hear I'm not flexible. Or the other one I hear a lot is I can't sit still, so I can't meditate. Or everything is always such a challenge for me. Or something that I repeat to myself that I'm really working on is there's always just so much to do which oftentimes can come out like the work never stops. And look, there might be some truth to all of these statements. And all of these statements aren't really up for debate because that's not what this podcast episode is about. But I'm trying to show you that all of these labels that we put on ourselves are simply just beliefs. They're not things that can't be changed or explored. And they're not concrete truths. Some of them are subjective And all of them are things that we've told ourselves to protect ourselves in some way. If you're like, um, okay, Shayla, what does saying I'm a night owl or deeming myself inflexible have to do with protecting myself? Hold on. Hold on. Let me break this down so it will hopefully make sense. The mind is an intricate thing. Okay. It's incredibly powerful and it's incredibly impressionable while simultaneously having the ability to be on autopilot and stick to whatever feels quote unquote safe. Our minds are not designed to keep us happy. They are designed to keep us safe. This means that you are naturally more likely to look for the risks that may hold you back or result in a perceived failure rather than focus on the possible rewards that could push you forward. The mind prefers protection mode unless trained otherwise. The mind likes to think within the confines of what we believe is safe and or what we believe is possible for us. So protection and the things we tell ourselves. Well, the brain wants to keep us safe and avoid risk. So if attempting to meditate could be uncomfortable or challenging or something we've never done before, we tell ourselves that we can't do that because we just can't sit still. And the brain is gonna assess that as a risk, as a possible failure. Because we've told ourselves that if we don't get it right, then we've failed, which is not true. But you can see here that the entire story around why we think we can't do something is really rooted in fear. We are what we repeatedly do. Whatever we repeatedly do becomes our baseline that feels safe that we return to. But growth cannot occur without expanding past your comfort zone. And here's the thing, I'm not saying that the goal is to never have negative thoughts. Because like in meditation, the goal is to not stop the thought, the goal is to become aware and become an active participant and make an active choice. You know, the goal is to not be controlled by a set of beliefs that we did not intentionally subscribe to. When the limiting belief or negative thought or statement about ourselves or about what we think is possible for us comes up, I'm asking for you to notice that and question whether that's serving you or not. And if it's not, then make a new choice. I think if you took time to pay attention to the things that you tell yourself about yourself and about your abilities, you will be 
shocked by how often you are stifling yourself from growth or forward movement. I want to do blank, but I'm not this type of blank person, so I'm not going to do this. Or if you've been wanting to wake up in the morning earlier, but you keep telling yourself you're not a morning person, then you're not going to attempt to wake up earlier and you're missing the opportunity to wake up earlier. I hope this is all making sense. I know I'm kind of like rambling, but it's just like a stream of consciousness happening here. (laughs) Daily affirmations are to the mind what exercise is to the body. And repeating affirmations can help to reprogram the unconscious mind for success and growth. Affirmations can help eliminate negative and limiting beliefs and transform your comfort zone from One that is limited in keeping you trapped in a box to a more expanded one where anything is possible. And if at this point you're not completely convinced that your words are super powerful, I don't know what to tell you. No, I'm just kidding. But truly, like, I I hope that I'm making some sense here and I hope that you are digesting and, and getting what I'm saying. Affirmations are specific statements that can help you overcome self-sabotaging behavior, limiting beliefs, and negative thoughts. This is a practice. And my favorite way to come up with affirmations is to start with my limiting beliefs. Because my limiting beliefs are the things that are blocking me or holding me back, right? This is kind of what I touched on earlier about I'm not a morning person or I can't meditate or whatever your limiting belief is. Your limiting beliefs are a great place for you to start to figure out what affirmations might be the most powerful for you. Limiting beliefs is a huge part of the yoga inspired life method that is shared in my program because again, your thoughts and words are powerful. It all starts in the mind. And speaking of the yoga inspired life program, I did recently announce that I've decided to reopen the program, which I'm so excited about. The next cycle begins on May 2nd, 2022. So if you're hearing this episode before then, and you're vibing this episode, then you're going to love the Yoga Inspired Life program. I have put a link in the show notes to the program page where you can learn more about the program, as well as a link to where you can add yourself to the waitlist to receive more info about how to join. It is an application process, and I've made it that way because I only want to share this with people who are actually willing to do the work and show up. And because I really only want to work with people that I feel will truly benefit from the program and who are really aligned with myself in the program. Because I want everyone who participates to get the best and biggest transformation possible. The Yoga Inspired Life program is my way of paying it forward. It's my way of sharing the things that have helped me change my life and literally create my dream life. And I share it so that you can do the same. It's never been about some of these people I see online that are like, how many people can I get in my program? How much money can I make? It's truly about holding space for people to transform themselves and really, truly learn the tools to help them live their best lives. So that is why I do an application process. I think that sometimes people hear that and they get a little intimidated, but it's not a matter of answering the questions wrong or right. It's truly just me wanting to keep the integrity and true purpose of the program intact and to protect people who are joining because I never want to waste anyone's time or money. And so, yeah, anyway, whoa, I just got off track. If you'd like more information, visit the show notes. There are links 
You can also send me an email, etc. But with affirmations, the most powerful affirmations are the ones that are inspired by your limiting beliefs. And I do have a podcast episode about limiting beliefs. I believe that is episode 50, which I include quite a bit of information in that episode. But of course, we go a lot deeper in the program. But whether you choose to join the program or not, you can start utilizing daily affirmations now just by paying attention to statements that you repeat to yourself often or areas in your life that you feel are not aligned with what you truly want. Okay, so if you want to make peace with your body, but you find yourself picking yourself apart, then a really powerful affirmation might be something around loving your body or at the very least, neutrality with your body. Or again, if you want to wake up earlier, but you find yourself repeating to yourself constantly or telling other people casually in conversation that you're not a morning person, then maybe a good affirmation to start with would be, I wake up early, easily, and energized. You want your daily affirmations to be simple, positive, affirmative statements declaring specific goals in their completed states. Also, I don't just use affirmations to change the narrative around my limiting beliefs, But I also really love to use affirmations within my manifestation practice. Affirmations can help you align your energy and expand what you believe is possible for yourself. What do you want to attract? How do you want to feel? Let your answers to those questions inspire your affirmations. The last thing I'll say is that when we start to embark on this journey of affirmations, I think it's really enticing to go balls to the wall and want to come up with like 100 affirmations. Or maybe you don't even want to come up with 100 affirmations, but maybe once you start, you begin to become painfully aware of all the things that you're repeating to yourselves internally, and it can just become overwhelming. But all of that to say, don't overwhelm yourself to the point where you don't want to continue this practice. You don't need to do it all today simplify it. Start with one to three affirmations. Grab your journal, write them down, commit to them, set a timer in your phone a few times a day so that you remember to stop what you're doing and do them. Repeat them, reaffirm, maybe write them down on post-it notes and put them around the house where you're going to see them or maybe in your car and commit to making this a practice. A common piece of feedback that I get from those who participate in my program is that they feel overwhelmed by the amount of quote-unquote work that needs to be done. They start to peel back the layers and get into the awareness portion of the program and it's overwhelming sometimes when you start to gain awareness around a lot of the things that you've been ignoring that are not serving you. And trust me, I've been there. But the best way to really create a sustainable practice with affirmations or yoga or anything that you're doing is to simplify it and start small. Start with one thing, maybe two things at a time and commit to making this an ongoing practice. You know, as with everything I share on this podcast and in my program, the goal is for you to become an active participant in your life to exercise your power to choose how you want to experience your life. Choose how you want to show up. Choose what you want to attract. And choose how you want to feel. Because a lot of us allow ourselves to slip into this abyss of becoming a victim of life happening to us. And somewhere along the way, deciding that settling for whatever we're given is totally appropriate and normal. 
And look, if that serves you, there is nothing wrong with that. But if you are not happy in your life or within yourself, you can change that. But it starts with you becoming aware and committing to showing up and making the choice to do the work. And your thoughts and words are a powerful place for you to begin. And that's a wrap on another episode of the Yoga Inspired Life podcast. I hope you got something valuable from it and feel empowered to take inspired action. Thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I loved creating it, then please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from the podcast, I would love it if you would share it with them. I always say that we rise by lifting others, and this is a totally independent podcast, so every little bit of support truly means so much to me. If you're looking for more, let's connect on Instagram. You can find me at Shayla Quinn. I hope you have an amazing week. Thank you again for listening, and I'll catch you next week.